Welcome to the Kawartha Small Business Podcast, where we believe the Kawarthas can be the most thriving region in Canada for small businesses. I'm Brian Rump from Profit Coach. And I'm Matt Garrity from Managey Digital. And we are recording from the Thrive Podcast Studio at Thrive Coworking Community, 18 Kent Street West in downtown Lindsay. And with us today, we have Dan and Nicholas from 360 Health who Matt and I know very little about. So we are about to have a conversation and uh, find out more about it. So take it away, Dan, and introduce yourselves. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I'm a chiropractor. Uh, I've been practicing for four years. Uh, I started a clinic up in uh, Fenland Falls uh, two, two year, almost two years ago. Um, and then uh, since then, uh, Nick and I have started this new venture of opening a, a multidisciplinary clinic here in uh, Lindsay. And hi, I'm Nicholas. Uh, I'm also a chiropractor here in Lindsay. I uh, grew up in the Kawarthas, and uh, I'm proud to say I'm back here after a couple years of going to school down the city and things like that. Um, I currently work out of a local clinic, and I'm normally spending a lot of time with our local Lindsay uh, rugby team, Brock rugby team. I work a lot with a lot of AAA hockey, uh, and really just trying to give back to the community the best we can. Uh, and like Dan said, we're opening a clinic together and really trying to grow from there. Yeah. <clears throat> it's funny the amount of people that grow up in Lindsay or the Kawartha Lakes leave and then come back. And you hear so many people like, oh, it's Lindsay. They don't like kind of shrug. They're not always proud of it. Then you hear so many stories like people our age. I'm probably older than both of you, but around this age range where you think they're going to leave and they come back. Yeah, I would, uh, I'd agree with that to some sense. You get some people, like a good amount of my friends who I hang out with, uh, a lot of them still stay in the city, but that's because their jobs pulled them that way. Uh, coming out of school, I found that when you have the balance, especially post-COVID, it was a real easy way to make a transition back mm-hmm. this way. Mm-hmm. Also nice being your family, having that kind of sense of community. I don't know if you guys ever lived down in the city at all. I felt like I lost that down there. Mm-hmm. It's nice coming back up here and having that again. Yeah. You know, somebody actually waves and says hi to you. You actually know your neighbors, the basic little things. Um, and also I think is starting a business, that sense of like, well, communication between people, people like really referring to you and that kind of thing is such a big aspect up here. Oh, absolutely. I grew up in Whitby. Okay, nice. And I lived there like 25 years, moved up to Curtis, lived there for a few more years, and then six years ago moved up here. Nice. And maybe it's my age or what I'm doing now, but there's no way I would have been, I think I'm successful. I don't think I would have been <laughs> successful like I am if I started that business in Whitby or mm-hmm. Curtis or Durham region because... There's, I never found there's any community there. And maybe it's different after you get to my age, maybe, or you start that business. But growing up, like there never felt like community. It just felt like a big city, very sparse. You didn't know much of anything. There was no connection with anybody. It's uh, very community-based. Like I feel that here in the last six years. So, so I actually followed, uh, uh, similar to you, I grew up in Newmarket, mm-hmm. but I was quite fortunate my um, uh, family had a cottage on Balsam Lake. Mm-hmm. So I spent summers up here, and that's kind of what introduced me to the area. Um, but then I have since elected to fully move up here and be around here full time. And I had the experience of when I had first moved up here, uh, my girlfriend uh, was finishing up a job, so she was still living in the city for the first two or three months, mm-hmm. and so I'd go back and visit her. And uh, I would tell this story to my patients while I was up here. The difference of, I was up here, I was around community, meeting all sorts of people, and then I'd go back and uh, we'd go for walks, 
around Toronto. And I'm used to being up here and waving and saying hi to people that you walk by. And you do it down there and people kind of avert their eyes and cross the road and try to get away from you, right? So it's a total different experience up here. It's, it's, you get to, well, I get to live in cottage country, which is the best. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So tell us a bit about 360 Health. How'd that come about? Yeah, so uh, Nick and I, uh, we had planned to open a clinic together uh, in Lindsay at some point, mm-hmm. and we were looking probably two or three years away, uh, but a few things kind of came up and it just made sense to, why wait, let's go. Um, we met an individual who is, uh, she's incredible uh, with clinics, um, and she elected to come and help us as well. So that goes back to the community in the area. We have we found a lot of individuals who have kind of jumped in and just decided to volunteer their time. Some of them were hiring, of course, but some of them have just decided to uh, see our vision and help us grow this. So it happened very quickly, um, but it has grown uh, very quite, quickly. quite quickly. Yeah. yeah. And that's the it community. was literally a, a dream and a thought, <laughs> and then it went from a few conversations. Actually, uh, in my mind, this is how it started for me. It was a patient said to me, you should reach out to this person. And that then became a quick conversation, then kind of step forward from there. And the next, like, a week after that, we were looking at the space that we're now occupying. Uh, and we were like, okay, what's, what's the cost? What's this? What everything? Numbers made sense. We were like, okay. Uh, the next month we had keys. After that, I'm then in there doing renos. So it's been kind of nonstop since and really just kind of get everything ready. Hiring process has been all throughout that entire process. Uh, it really kind of took off from just from there, to be honest. They're telling me they got the keys November 1st and your end, soft end opening. Of November. End of November. <laughs> and their soft opening is? February 1st. Oh, wow. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. <laughs> I thought what we did at Thrive was fast for the scope. This is wild. We have a mutual friend that was telling me about that space and a very random different business that he's used to running and he wanted to run it in there. And then like a day later, Dan messaged me and was like, hey, this is what's going on. We're going in this space. I was like, well, I guess he lost that space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. It, it really is the community that has helped us though, just individuals that we've met along the way and seem to be uh, attracted to our vision. Mm-hmm. So wanting to jump in and help out, but then also hopefully recognizing that uh, uh, this area really needs what we're hoping to build. And so I think they see that and want to contribute to it, which is why we're able to get things going sure, so quickly, yeah. despite Christmas holidays and all that kind of stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I can't <laughs> stuff, yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell us what, what is the vision? Yeah. Uh, uh, so I, I'd start with um, Nick and I have both opened independent clinics in the past. And in that area, we were uh, one man show, right? Mm-hmm. And I still am up in, in Fenland. I still run that place. Uh, and it feels like the comparison, I thought opening this new space would be similar to that um, in terms of what would it, it would take to, to go into it. But I kind of compare it to, it feels looking back like opening my own business, my own space, was like riding a bike with training wheels. <laughs> and I feel like I'm learning how to ride on a unicycle at this point. Like it's, it's not even close to the, the scale to which we're trying to bring this together. Uh, so the biggest one is that uh, in the name 360 Health, that name kind of just, it, it landed uh, in our laps and it fit in so many different ways in terms of we want to approach the, uh, the problem from multiple angles, we want to look at the whole person, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the medicine wheel, there's just a lot of angles that uh, uh, we can use with 360 Health. 
but the big piece is that we want to be able to offer as many modalities, mm -hmm. as many different types of professionals within our four walls as possible. One of the things I see with patients, and I, I try to teach them this, is uh, the importance of individualized care. So most people understand that you need individualized healthcare to address not just you, but whatever condition you have, right? But then we, we don't seem to then apply it into the actual treatment. So I'll give you an example, and I, I use this quite a bit. Uh, I'm going to use acupuncture as the example, okay? So as a chiropractor, I'm additionally trained to deliver acupuncture. And when I first learned about it, uh, if I'm honest, the only reason I learned about it cause, is because I thought it'd be fun to poke my friends with needles for a weekend, right? Because <laughs> you're a sociopath. Yes. <laughs> but then, <laughs> they got to poke me as well. That's okay. what I learned from it, right? But uh, now that I've actually used acupuncture in my clinic and, and learned the physiology of how it works and try to teach my patients, I realize that it, it's very effective. But we might have, so with Brian, I might use acupuncture for low back pain and it might be effective, but then oftentimes Brian might then go out and say, hey, if you have low back pain, acupuncture works, mm -hmm. right? And in his case, it did, but it might not in every yeah. case. And conversely, the opposite happens, right? I might work with you, Matt, and mm -hmm. use some acupuncture for low back pain and it doesn't work for you. And so mm -hmm. then you go tell everybody acupuncture doesn't work, yeah. right? But at the <laughs> core, that gets away from individualized care. Mm -hmm. So if we can offer all sorts of different modalities under one roof, then you can try out different things and figure out what works for you and your condition. Does that make sense? Yeah, you did great there. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That reminds me of like what I preach with marketing <clears throat> as well yeah. and my whole process. And I learned this years ago where if we just focus on one thing, social media, for instance, we do it for a couple months, maybe nothing comes of it. The person says, marketing doesn't work. It's a blanket statement. <laughs> and now when someone comes to me for social media, it's like, well, why? Yeah. Like there's multiple pain points. We need to do multiple things and tackle all those at once. If we just do one thing, it's not going, it might help a little bit, mm -hmm. but it's not going to hit that whole 360 health marketing business. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really cool. And it's, it's interesting to think that there are so many independent singular chiropractors or physiotherapists that just focus on the one thing. So right. it is cool that you guys are branching out into something bigger and broader. Yeah, like having multiple stuff. views of something can really help. And I find out now that I, I refer to a lot of people that I found yeah. very competent in what they do and hear great things about. And that does help. But if we can bring it all full circle, it's going to make it way better for getting either those referrals faster, getting people in faster, trying to get people out of pain faster. Um, on just a, a little addition to Dan's, um, just with the vision of what we're hoping, we definitely want to try and treat all populations. That's why we mm -hmm. are doing like WSIB and MVAs and like I want to be running some training camps with like sports teams. So like U16, U18 boys and girls mm -hmm. trying to do some training and of course different age groups as well. Uh, but that's mm -hmm. some of the other stuff that we want to do out of there. We have the space to do. Uh, some like sled pushes and pulls to like work on the green because we have some turf in there um, to like get some squat racks moving and like honestly get people training better, lifting better, and then just make sure overall functional health's better. Yeah. Uh, and then so that's an, another added bonus. We're also really trying to push a, a yoga aspect to it, like yoga on the grass. Cool. So just a little bit more of that kind of side of something more of a, a therapy. Mm-hmm. With that, uh, I think that's pretty much what we're really trying to offer there for the most part. You missed the best one. What's that? Dance classes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then a little <laughs> side project of mine is like um, that when I was down in the city, I was doing some bachata. 
Um, and I have a few good friends who are like dance competitively and oh, wow. they're, I've been able to pull the best friend card a little bit and, uh, pull them up this way to try and get them dancing maybe once or twice a month. Okay. Um, so I'm hoping to be running that in some evenings and, uh, having some fun one to a little bit of showcase of the clinic, but then eventually if it actually gets big enough, I have a few other spaces I want to try and run it out of, Sure. Um, but just a little passion project because Honestly, dancing's pretty fun. <laughs> you look like a dancer. This makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. It's great. And for, at least in this area, there's not a lot of things for youth. Mm. And there's not a lot of things for, like, couples to go out to do. So for yeah. me to go learn something new and to have some fun for it for, like, younger couples or even older couples, doesn't matter who you are. Mm-hmm. But, like, really to have the fun. Because how many times do I have people telling me, they're like, well, I got two left feet. I'm like... I have two left feet, mm-hmm. but I got pretty good at it over a couple of years of doing it. And to some extent, I would still say I'm a novice to an intermediate, but it's still just a great way to kind of learn something new. So I think it's a great way for health. Like I know for me, yeah. just like Matt and I both do CrossFit and like CrossFit and then my own like dancing around and stuff like years of working at an office. Like I was always at the chiropractor because, you know, your back always hurts. Yeah. But then like how often do you dance around a little bit and yeah. just get that balance so i think as a part of your whole health it's like uh, honestly yeah, i wish i had really started be sooner doing that i really wish i had started it sooner and there's for me one of those things that uh, i find is i think young men should know how to dance mm-hmm. i was just at a new year's event in town and it was funny i i brought up one of my friends who's a professional dancer and me and him were the only ones on the dance floor. First people we danced with were 80 years old. It was a blast, <laughs> mind you. They knew how to move. Like, yeah. honestly, we were having a great time. You weren't at and the same slowly, than I was at. Yeah, <laughs> I was the guy. And then after that, though, it started just picking up. More people started trying. Yeah. I had, was dancing all night. I had an absolute blast. But then, honestly, the conversation that came up there a little bit was, well, no one dances anymore. Mm. Right, and there are tons of people that. sitting in the chair. Let's let's change that a little bit. Let's have some fun. With we it. could be a bros who dance dance <laughs> trick. I was gonna say I didn't know we we're gonna talk about dance so much, but like when, yeah, when, when we were like that. when I was in my twenties and we were going to bars and stuff. I always danced, yeah, because yeah. it was full of women out there, and I was like, <laughs> why would I stand over here with all these other dudes? And I was like, I'm gonna go out there and dance, yeah, and I've always fun. been a dancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a little side passion project that I want to run, but nothing well, too crazy. I'll add too, it even ties in. Uh, when, when I'm working with patients, I'll talk about the five elements of health, and that's part mm-hmm. of our logo. So we've got uh, like activity, exercise, rehab, we've got nutrition, we've got mm-hmm. recovery, so sleep and stress, mm-hmm. mental health, but the one that's often left out is the social connection. Yeah. And that is a huge element, right? And so, of course, we want to get you out moving and dancing, but then also building that fun community element as well is is so important for health. Yeah, I think that's something culturally we've lost. Like, it seems like weird even um, today at the gym, someone who, like, does pickleball all the time, and people kind of laugh, but, like, that's great. Like, Do you guys play it uh, I haven't. <laughs> I'm going to say it's so much fun. It yeah, looks like so fun. much fun. It looks Here. like it would be kind of easy. Am I wrong? It is it's wrong. It's yeah. <laughs> so wrong. Like anyone listening might cringe at the fact that you said that. It is not easy. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. see all these like these videos and I'm like, I feel like I could go in there and just win a tournament the first time I play. <laughs> yeah, but that's part of your magic. You're like so confident and you're like, I can do that. Not with everything sure, but that. Really. I wish people could see everyone's reaction when I said that. <laughs> hey, I love it though. Like walking there with the comments. I also walk in there and be like, I'm good at racket sports. I'll be able to do 
do yeah. well. I had some people kick my butt pretty regularly, and I was like, okay, I got to maybe take a step back, learn the game a little better, learn how to do some different yeah. hits. Because, um, like, I like to play some squash. I like to play some tennis from time to time, mm. and it's always fun goes. Mm -hmm. But, like, it is a bit of a different game, and it's just a great time, honestly. I would recommend Up at the Lex, great place to go. Some I hope of the they, seniors, too, that are good at it. Oh, oh yeah. Some <laughs> of the serves coming off some of them are just, I'm like, where, like, did not expect this. Like, yeah. put a curve on it that you just wasn't expecting yeah and it was good times but that's awesome great place to uh advertise yes well. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and there's a lot of those kind of opportunities too um especially with like rugby to like gymnastic places uh the lex well, advertising this area i think what we've great. found out as we as we've started is nick and i complement each other very well in almost all areas so when we worked on the business i'm really good with like the the accounting and the mm -hmm. online kind of stuff Whereas Nick is much more on the reno side, which is how he got that place up and running so well. But even as far as treatment, Nick is much more into the youth sports kind of population, and I'm more on that geriatric side. Mm. Um, so I, I love to work with like hip and knee arthritis and, and stuff like that. And so in that world, we have all, uh, both of us have kind of like branched out into different communities and found different places to advertise and, and share yeah. what we're doing, right? That's cool. Yeah. Tell me more about some of the different uh, professionals, practitioners that you envision working there. Yeah, let me see if I can rhyme off the list because it's uh, this week that we've just had a whole bunch of contracts signed. That's and awesome. Congratulations. Still, thank yeah. you. Yeah. We're still in conversations with a few it's others a that were quite Yeah, close. that's awesome. <laughs> so obviously chiropractic uh, and acupuncture. We have an acupuncturist who will be coming in. Uh, we've got recreational therapists. We've got um, kinesiologists. Mm. Um, we've got... Um, Psychotherapist. Psychotherapist, yeah. social worker, um, <laughs> what is it? Recreational therapist, and then. You already said that one. Athletic therapist yep. is the other one. Um, we're in talks right now with um, a naturopath, with a um, physiotherapist. Uh, we're, we're seeking a nurse practitioner, which I think will be a, a really big oh, thing because they yeah. can work into the world of family cool. medicine, yeah. but then also have the understanding of working within the four walls and being able to refer. When the, appropriate, the referral aspect of that has also been phenomenal. Yep. Yeah. Back to the community sense is, I have a few nurse practitioners that refer to me, and honestly, it's one of my favorite things. They're so good at making sure I have X-rays. <laughs> like before I've even seen the patient, I have so much information. Yeah, it really, and that's what I'm really hoping will happen is we can bring in a nurse practitioner because it just makes things so much easier to, yeah, like once again, full circle approach on that one. Right? That's awesome. Is it's they really do make it a big difference and. I'm glad to say that we have those referrals already coming in. Yeah. Um, the other one yeah, that we are looking for more massage therapists. That's one that we, yep. we are working for right now. Yep. Uh, which is honestly in this area between physio and massage, it is kind of we are on the lower end of having those kind of therapists in this area. Are you going to have a personal mm. trainer in there? Personal then? trainer. Yeah. That too, yeah. We are in talks with a personal trainer as well. I'm also personal trainer certified cool. through CSEP, uh, and we're trying to find a few others that want to do that. Our kinesiologist is going to be great as well in that aspect. Mm -hmm. uh, we are in also talks with an, a virtual neurologist for concussion management. Okay. Oh, cool. So bringing that medical side of it up here. That's a, a lot more complicated of an element to bring into the four walls, but um, we are quite close with having that as well. That's awesome. Yeah. How does it work to be uh, to see one of those practitioners? I'm just kind of thinking of like the whole 360 health concept. Mm -hmm. Am I like okay, my back sore? I'm gonna go see a chiropractor, and then are you like, well, you should also see this yoga person, or 
Is that how it works? Tell me. Sorry. Yeah. So uh, to get into us, uh, typically you do not need a referral, which yeah. is important. Now, if you're doing extended healthcare benefits, some of them require a medical referral to go get massage coverage. But for the most part, you can just walk in our doors and then book with. We will help you uh, identify who to book with from the start. We'll do an intake with you. Um, one of the things that we want to make sure that we clarify here is uh, we see quite a bit where individuals will be given a treatment plan that just never ends. Our goal is to get you better. Yeah. And in some cases, it's appropriate to go on, but mm -hmm. we want to fix you up and send you back to whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. But when we meet with you, we do a full intake, history, physical, diagnosis, and then we put together a plan for you. And that plan is not only going to address what we potentially can and will be doing with you. It'll also address what your limitations are. So I have some patients who don't want to be adjusted. So a chiropractic adjustment where they crack the bones, right? Uh, if they don't want that, they don't have to have that. I've got lots of other modalities. And then we will also recommend, hey, I think it would also be good that you see this practitioner or this individual yeah. or go see this. And then you get to decide what makes sense for you. Because again, individualized yeah. care and part of that is you making the decision. And then following that, what we will also be setting up is ensuring that with your consent and within privacy and confidentiality, if you want your practitioners to have conversations about your mm -hmm. case and develop it together, we will have team meetings on our uh, patients to yeah. make sure that everyone is addressing the, their their appropriate element of the care. Yeah, that's where I think the magic is. Yeah. Of the, I come in, I'm like, hey, I'm a mess. Or I just want to feel better. And I sit down, I do an intake, you advise you need physio, you need to do acupuncture, you need personal training, and you need to do yep. therapy, right? Because we all just piece it together. I piece it together, not to speak for Brian, like you piece it together. Oh, We've all done I these things. a huge journey of yeah. <laughs> right. I've done all the things. Yeah, like I paid attention years ago to rest and sleep, and yeah. I focused on that, and then CrossFit, and hypnotherapy, and done some yoga, and I would love to do yoga more because I feel so good when I do it. I just can't make time for it. But I would love the idea of, and I've like wanted to talk to a naturopath about nutritional stuff, but like I'm just picking that away. I would love to be able to come to you guys and you're like, all right, here's what we recommend. Here's your 360 health um, plan. recommendation plan. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be really cool. So One of the other pieces that we've uh, discussed is it's really nice to have it within, uh, within the four walls. And mm. that's because... So I'm, I'm going to pick on one particular profession here, but I have oftentimes patients who come in and I can see immediately that on top of the care that I'm going to provide, it would be very important for them to seek uh, a therapist, mental health therapy, right? Yeah. And a lot of people are not comfortable doing that. And that's, yeah. that's fine. I understand that. I will never push you. I just let them know I'm here mm -hmm. ready to provide the referral. When you're ready, you tell me, and then I will yeah. connect you with the person. But we also think it'd be great if I could say, but would you mind on the way out if I just introduce you to our therapist? Just you can say hi, you can yeah. see what they're like, just that's it. So we'll walk you in, make the introduction, and then from there it makes it a little bit more comfortable to connect in with that individual. Yeah. Right? I think that's huge. I know for me, I'm new to therapy, and my biggest regret is like I wish I understood it years ago because <laughs> I never understood that therapy is for anyone, mm. and I thought you had to be like the brink of broken yeah. even seek them out. And then some of the people I did meet honestly weren't very good. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm more aware of the space and I meet different people and then I look at my own history of, you know, pain management. And I've when I was a kid, I was in and out of sick kids with some stuff. That's like a whole other story. Yeah. But like if I were to rewind the clock, 
like it's interdisciplinary the things that worked and therapy is a huge part of it um yeah just learning about your own body and how you react and how to get yourself relaxed and managing your nervous system makes all of these other things work better so i made uh, this mistake early in my career i made it once and i won't make it again uh, i was with a patient and i saw that they could use mental health therapy so i suggested it after a few visits, they finally came back to me and said, I'd like that referral, please. And I provided it to them. And they went and they had an appointment. And looking back, one of the things that I will always tell my patients looking forward is, especially when you're working on mental health and you have to be that vulnerable, the first practitioner you go to probably isn't the right one for you, right? Mm. And so I, I compare it to something silly. I say, if you went and got a haircut and you didn't like the haircut, would you stop getting haircuts? No. That's a wicked analogy. Yeah. You're going to go find the person for you, right? Yeah. And so I actually encourage my patients sometimes now is not only do I want you to see a therapist, but I think you should go try out two or three, right? Yeah. And then reflect on all three appointments and decide which one's for you. And when you also get that say into who's going to be working with you, there's a little bit more buy-in and you're going to get a lot more benefit out of it. Yeah. 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 I find I normally when I am doing those referrals for any kind of uh, professional, I always try and give two or three. Because yep. sometimes you don't know if they need someone who's male or female. You don't yeah. know if someone who is like more on the side of this, more on the side of that, more hands-on, more just mm -hmm. talking, more leading someone to the answers or someone who's going to give you the direct answer. So I always try to have at least three or four cards on my desk always for whatever kind of practitioner they need. It does make the big difference, I find, personally. Sure. Why do you think that you're having to recommend mental health um, specialists for what you guys do? Is it the pain management Okay, so pain is as much an emotional response as it is a stimulus, right? And um, we understand this. If you're having an absolutely terrible day and you roll your ankle, that pain is going to be way worse than if you're having an amazing day, right? Yeah. Um, and so oftentimes, it's not that I'm not going to say that it's going to fix the pain, but that definitely contributes huge into your recovery. Right. So it's the biopsychosocial model. So you're not just focusing on trying to fix the patient and help them with whatever injury they have, but you need to address how they feel about the injury, how they approach the injury, even stuff like uh, their social support. So who's helping you at home, wow. making sure that you're getting into your exercises. Right. Um, and so I see it quite a bit. If someone, and not that I diagnose or walk into the spectrum of, of mental health, but if I see depression, I know that's going to play onto whether or not they're doing the exercises I send them home with. Right. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we need to address these other elements and that's why you need the, the 360 plan of care here. Yeah. You need this person, this person, this person, because it's going to take all of us to address this appropriately to get to where you want to be. And I think yeah. you'll find that with a lot of different therapists, they're going to say to you, I'm also like their mental health therapist. Yeah. When you are working sure. on them, yeah. like people start talking, people start telling you things. And oh, yeah. as much as you, are not in that realm, you are somewhat involved in it. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, people break down, people cry, people need to tell you about their day. And I, I know I've had patients who, for some of the session, like at least half of it, we, we just talked. Mm -hmm. yep. Sometimes a little bit more about some of the other medical stuff going on with them. Sometimes a little bit more about what's going on at home. Sometimes it's just they need a shoulder to cry on. And then we get into some treatment with some other stuff that's more physical. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes just people need to be heard. Yeah. And, the problem I would say in this community sometimes and why we are wanting to push that more is the fact that it is hard to find those resources. Mm -hmm. It's hard to know who to turn to and talk to about it. And when they're coming to us, they are hoping that we sometimes can have those readily, readily available for them. And it's nice when we can. Um, and I, I really do find that's been beneficial when I am able to hand them over a card and be like, hey, I think this person would be a good fit. 
Mm-hmm. And if they're not, we're going to find someone else who is. Uh, and that's that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah, and it's about breaking down a lot of the barriers in accessing that care. So not only being able to find the practitioner, but uh, stuff like having direct billing, so you're not having to worry about sure. payment and, and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then even offering in-person versus virtual. I've been surprised at, um, I thought one or the other would be the primary, but it's really person-dependent. That goes back to individualized care, right? You want to access the care in your way to make it the most effective for you. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, a business that I've always wanted to see exist. I'm just throwing more ideas at you. Sorry, please. Um, and this is exciting for me because now I don't have to start it. I never was going to, and I didn't want to, but I'm obsessed with golf. Became obsessed with golf a couple yes. years ago. I've done CrossFit for a couple years. It's making me stronger. CrossFit. Absolutely. I'm not convinced it's making my golf game better, right? <laughs> it's, it is in a lot of ways, but it, I don't think I'm seeing the advancement in my golf as I am like at the gym type of thing. I started doing yoga in the summer, like before golf, like days leading up to it. And I was swinging so much better. Right. And then I started to go online and see like personal trainers that are like there for golf, not just a personal trainer, but just one that's like laser focused on improving your golf game. Can you please do that for me? <laughs> Just have the golf improvement package. It yes, be the same it. as that's everything it. else. I think it's a, I it's think it's a good idea. Yeah. Just as like, yes, I'm obsessed with golf. I'm this business guy. I'm not a personal trainer. I'm not, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I want it to exist so badly. Near I, mean, me. I, I treat a lot of golfers for yeah. exactly those reasons and yeah. trying to get more thoracic and lumbar ranges of motion for yeah. their swing. Yeah. And it, I won't, why sometimes you start doing some stuff and they're like i got an extra five yards and they then say like you are a blessing to me that's what i needed they'll do Um, it if it's for golf so we have a um, mutual acquaintance who teaches yoga mm. and she has a lot of pride like some private people they don't want to be seen going to a yoga class but in the winter it's like you can come to my garage and me and my four buddies will do a private yoga class if it makes us better (laughs) that's it like it's a it's a market yeah Yeah. sports mastery program yes that's something yeah it'll be individuals to definitely look into that it's already on our website actually (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, because i see like all the videos like i'm on twitter a lot and like those things will come up and it's exercises specifically to get stronger with golf and you can see it and i understand a little bit about it i'm like this would be amazing and i think i think there's a market for it but yeah yeah i think there is for like most sports that's the other thing too yeah it's for most sports if you start if you have people who are very on top of that sure and we do have a guy who is going to be working with us who's trained at the Olympic level wow. uh, for a lot of athletes, mostly track and field, some uh, bobsled, uh, a bunch of other different kind of sports. And so he's going to be with us. Uh, so we're going to be very excited about that. And yeah, I think that's going to be a pretty good go for us, to be honest. But we have a lot of other things that we want to do in the future. Right, if you saw the if you saw the plan, you yeah. if you want to ask about that, like... <laughs> It's there. The, there's already like it's too there. many things that I'm like, oh, okay. So once we're done with this space, where do we move on to? And we've already talked about that. And that's that's going to be some big ones, to be honest. Like I really want to have like a sauna ice bath kind of recovery yeah, yeah. kind of place. Um, I really want to get into a spot where we have either a bigger track and field or a, a bigger hmm. soccer field or all indoor, of course, or inside ice something like that like there's always that room to grow and to see where we can get it and i think in this area we're only expanding sure houses coming in all the time Mm -hmm. new people coming in all the time like we're only going to keep on getting bigger in Lindsay. and our sports are huge sure like quarth of fury quarth inferno like 
from our AAA hockey to the Muskies to everyone else, we're only going to keep getting bigger. Yeah. So if we have a place or places to facilitate this growth, I think it's going to be wonderful. We have so, joked that this is the first location. I was yeah. going to say, like, <laughs> what is the plan to expand? Like, you're going to grow out of it quickly. I yeah. hope. Yeah. Oh, I had <laughs> In, like, I really a positive way. Like, it's going to happen soon, right? Yeah. When, where's the next step? Is it still in Lindsay? Is it multiple locations? Is it a bigger location? Not to give away the whole plan, but no, I'm going to no, ask. No. <laughs> yeah. So we have all sorts of dreams, and it's just whichever one we see the demand for next, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I think it, we are joking about this is the first location, but we do anticipate to have more. We just we got to see what this looks like, and then we can build into uh, the next element. Um, I think because sport is going to be a big thing for us, it's going to be looking at fields, right? So we want to be able to get out and have a, yeah. a lot more space than um, than four balls, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but definitely growth from here, absolutely. Yeah, I think with like, so right now we have eight treatment rooms. That's going to be a great start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially and uh, have the turf and have a squat rack or two and some bikes and some different things is a great start. If we can then find the space in Lindsay to then just maybe that's where we're moving the training to. Yep. I think that's going to be great and then make more of a clinic setting in our first space. We need, you know, a little bit of renos, that kind of stuff. Then that'll probably be maybe how we transfer over. There's also maybe talks of like looking into similar buildings nearby, trying to find that space and seeing what we can do there. Uh, I think it depends on what we deem as the more necessity and what kind of space is available in the Lindsay area. Sure. I mean, 360 Health, we hope to have 360 nutrition 360 rehab 360 cool. sport right yeah. we're just going to develop out 360 dance that's yeah. it <laughs> i i love the idea <laughs> i'm there like the next one like just not to try backtrack too far but like like i also wanted to start taking like some swing classes and one of my buddies he, oh yeah he wants to start swing so like what i'm hoping is is he'll start doing bachata and then after a while maybe he'll transfer into some swing um, and then maybe have some, one of the other friends that I have come up and do only bachata classes and then him doing maybe more swing classes as he's developing more into that. So I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see what kind of Gotta make that a trend again. I, don't I, know. Yeah. I think it needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> but. When I was in high school, um, there was like swing in like the mid, late 90s came back real hard for like a year. I think 1998. <laughs> okay. You guys might not remember that, but there was like That's every awesome. high school had like swing classes and like there was a bunch of bands that it was popular and then it faded okay. uh, real fast. So, Like I, when I watch someone on TV, I'm not like, oh, I wish I could be an actor. I don't see people on stage anymore and wish I could do music. But I see dance videos and I, I've never said this out loud to anybody. I've always wished that I could dance like that. Like to think yeah. you can dance stuff. I don't watch those shows, but the clips I see, I'm like, it is amazing to me. And I wish... So badly, I could do that stuff. It'd be yeah. so cool. Is this yeah. why you hate the idea of TikTok so much? Because you're always like, oh, I don't want to do any dance, but secretly you're like, oh, I want to be dancing on TikTok all the time. It, like, it's the opposite of my personality. So maybe that's why, like, deep down in my core, I want to be able to dance like that. So I mask it so substantially. Yeah. <laughs> I like the work we've done here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, TikTok yeah. dance classes. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would that would slap. Like people would go to that. <laughs> His eyes lit up. Is like I was oh, like, I yeah, know. that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> You'd fill that class. Yeah, probably. Honestly, I actually yeah. uh, there's a place in town that's doing that starting really? this oh, month. Brilliant. Yeah, I'll tell you after. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Cool. Interesting. Interesting. 
Maybe a partnership in the making. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Start branching out in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. No, definitely about growth, though. I think um, when as we've started this, one of the interesting things I found in terms of starting a business was to start a business, you need to have almost a, like an over amount of confidence because it takes quite a bit. So you need to go in there oh, confident, yeah. right? And one of the things I found as a, as a bit of a struggle on my end is is not only having the confidence that I can do everything and make it happen, but then also stepping back and being humbled and saying, oh, I need help with the yeah. website or doing this or that or whatever other element, right? And so there's kind of conflicting elements in terms of starting a business. But then in terms of growth, that is going to come down to finding the community experts that want to be part of this and help us into whatever element that we grow into. So I think that will be a big piece of it. That's the biggest thing with almost every business owner I've ever met or the ones that are starting a business, they're scared. They hate risk. <laughs> they, they're they not confident. And some of them are like that for years. Yeah. And it's... Oh, it takes a long time. And a business like this, you also have to have the confidence and guts to be patient with it. Yeah. Because you can envision it and you're like, oh, I should be busy from day one. And then day one happens and it's not... No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like if you opened it, uh, you did all this planning and you opened and you, it was the two of you, yeah. you're in trouble. Yeah. Right? yeah. So this week was huge for you to sign those contracts with those practitioners. Exactly. That didn't happen, big trouble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing, it probably still will be slow. And that's that's okay. That's yeah. not a bad thing. We're, uh, we're kind of planning and anticipating it. And mm -hmm. if it's not, then that's great. Mm -hmm. But really, we'll, I think we'll carry quite well. To be honest with you, we've planned it well. We've really made sure that we've taken the time to uh, hire the right kind of people. And I think that in itself will speak volumes yeah. uh, beyond everything else. Every single moment that one of us has come across doubt in this journey so far, the other one has said, no, we're fine. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Which has That's been true. awesome to have a partner in that sense. That yeah. is cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. confidence and patience. I've never thought about it this way, but that's what you need to, to be in business. And you need time. Yeah, time. Uh, I think it was uh, Scott Stewart we had on the podcast mm. and was talking about he's in the travel industry and COVID like decimated them. And they're bouncing back and had like, you know, the best 90 days ever. And he was like, but it's still only 90 days. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you, the key ingredient is time. Yep. And sometimes we want the magic wand of like, you know, we get there and just sort of like declare victory and ride it out. But takes time yeah absolutely. i also find that a little bit of reassurance does goes a long way too because like i know when i've doubted stuff i just i give this guy a call and i say hey this is what's going through my head right now like you know did we did, are, are, are we're good right like everything yeah, yeah okay good 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 okay i'm gonna move on now i'm past that but just like sometimes those little like inklings come into your head and it's like i wouldn't say i'm an overly confident guy but like sometimes it's just when if something's eating at you a little bit it's just nice to have someone to bounce the ideas off of and say hey yeah no we're gonna be good like everything's gonna be fine and then you see also once again like dan said when community comes together and i'll give you guys just a, a quick story because you guys were asking before of how we got things done so fast mm -hmm. uh i won't see any names but i had a guy i walked into a store and i'm buying paint okay tell him what i'm doing everything like this and next thing you know uh, I'm like, okay, going to come back, get my paint later on. Come back. He helps me walk it up to my vehicle. And he then says to me, hey, do you need help painting? And I'm like, sure. Like, that sounds great. This guy then came and he's painted the whole place. <laughs> I'm going to say it free of charge. 
He, yeah. he didn't want a thing. He just said, I loved your energy. I loved how everything worked out for you. And I wanted to see you guys grow. And you like, you really just came in and you, yeah. I said, I want to help that guy. And when you see the space, I'm going to say right now, you're going to be like, yeah, one guy did all of it. That's wild. Really did. Like he, yeah. he, amazing job. And that's when sense of community comes together and it's, it's unreal. And we've had other people just, just be willing to help out. Mm-hmm. either build stuff, help me carry stuff uh, to all the people that have helped me like borrow a truck to go pick up yeah. uh, like the turf. Well, that was a drive to Mississauga. And thank <laughs> God for the guy that said, Hey, I'm like, I need a truck. Can you help me out? He's like, let me see what I can do within yeah. an hour or two. I got a truck. Let's go. Drove yeah. me down in the city drum. Now I bought him some lunch. He, you yeah. know, paid for gas, that kind of thing. But like, to help me just get the turf, like, you know, full community coming together to help out. And that's what you get in the core of this too, right? Yeah. That's yeah. why yeah. smaller town versus down in Toronto or bigger city. That's mm-hmm. that, that community connection. Yeah. Yeah. Big buy-in. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, it's nice. It really is. It's those kind of things that you, you love to come back to the core of this for. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I don't think I could have done that. I don't think someone in randomly in the city would have said to me, Hey, do you want help? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. like with knowing the size of the space and like me explaining the whole plan and him being like, yeah, I'm, I want to come help you. <laughs> and that's so what makes it where, fun. Where, right? where do you get that? You mm-hmm. don't get that with people. Yeah. Not from outside of here. I don't think, but no. yeah, where is the space? Right around the corner. Yeah. 33 Lindsay street South. Oh, okay. So just around the corner from thrive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. It's, again, that's it's the community that makes it fun. People wanting to come out and seeing the vision and, and helping. And even I try to tie business to health because that's the world that I'm in, right? Uh, and I see, so speaking about CrossFit, it's, it's yeah, you're going to be active, but it's the community oh, yeah. connection that you get in there, right? And the people that you meet. I actually have a, a story of, of uh, CrossFit. So I tossed on your podcast and I was listening to it. Uh, love podcasts. I listen to them quite a bit and I was working my way through a few. I heard the first one, which was, um, uh, carbon Heights. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I put it on the car on one of the long drives and my girlfriend Haley was with me and she's not a podcast person. She's more into music, but was listening to it and goes, who are these people? I'm like, Oh yeah, it's Matt and Brian. She goes, that's Brian. I know him from CrossFit. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> I was trying to recognize your voice. I haven't seen Haley around CrossFit. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she enjoyed it. Busy with school. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, but it's the community that brings you back, and that's the fun yeah. element of health or business or whatever it is, right? Accountability. Yeah. Someone there. Um, I cannot do a workout on my own. Yep. Um, I don't really like, I don't not care about the socialization aspect, but to me, it's like, I have to go. It's an appointment. There's other people there. I've wanted to leave workouts before <laughs> and I stayed because I knew they were going to make fun of me. <laughs> I left. Like, I remember like two times I was like, I'm just going to leave. And I was like, no, they're like, I'll never hear the end of this. So it's just that accountability that helps. That's right. yeah. And there's something to be said with not having to think about what you have to do. Yeah. Oh, like just someone says, Hey, do this. And yeah. you don't like after a long day, I, I'll say that's one thing I love about things that are structured mm-hmm. for you already is like, when I go to the gym, sometimes I'm like, okay, what do I have to do again? All oh, right. Okay. Oh, yeah, I couldn't do that. And it's just always having to kind of think about what you're about to do. Whereas when you are going to those kind of venues, it's, it is nice to have someone just, I won't say yelling at you, but no, yeah, encouraging you to 
do what you need to do and get it done and push yourself. Oh yeah. It will take me longer to go to my basement and start a workout than it would to go leave my house and go to CrossFit. Because I just, I drag my feet. Oh yeah. I just like during COVID and it was online and a couple times I was like, I'll do it on your own. I was like, I'm going to do it on my own. And I was like, no, right. Stop it. This is stupid. I'm not doing this. Oh yeah. I, I'll never get, for me, I, I warm up slow. Yeah. And I know that. So it's like I go to CrossFit, I just yeah. listen, do the next thing, and I go through this valley of crappiness where I just like, I hate this. <laughs> and then it clicks and I get warmed up and I go and have fun and do uh, it all. But now on my own, not getting through that, yeah. Yeah. that little trench. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, where do the people find you? How do they book an appointment? Yeah, so you can go to tshealth.ca, and that's our website, and then you can go through all our different services and click book, uh, or you can call us at 705-702-4722. Awesome. That's great. Thank you for uh, joining us. And yeah, thank uh, you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. If you're listening and you'd like to be on the podcast, uh, just reach out to us at setitup at coarthasmallbusinesspodcast.ca.